What's happening, people? You're tuning in to Music and Motivation with Chris Davis. This is episode number 169, and I got a sweet, awesome guest for y'all today. My man, Adam J. Feather, is going to join me here in just a second. But first, we want to promo some of his stuff. He's got an awesome new album coming out, and this is one of the awesome tracks off it. So I hope you enjoy. Go check out Adam J. Feather on all uh, social media and stuff, and enjoy his music, man. Here we go. Park and Ride.
Wow, that was awesome. Solid ending for my man Adam J. Phony. And that was called Park and Ride. Dude, 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 thank you again for being here, my man. Thank you for having me. Uh, it's always a pleasure and a joy to have you. Uh, dude, we were alluding to this new album. What's the title of this new album? It's, uh,. It's kind of funny. It's called Bird Leaves. Okay. Bird Leaves. Yeah. Because what are bird leaves? Feathers. Feathers. That's right. That's right. I dig it, dude. Um, All about the puns. And then here. artist name. What's the official artist name you're going under? Uh, It's just going to be my name. Adam, Adam J. J. Feather. Feather. No period with the J. Stylized, of course. You know, it's just... A little different. That's tight, dude. Yeah. I'm excited. And actually, off of that last track, dude, I'm getting lots of, like, chilling on vacation vibes. Like, I could, I could listen to that at the lake all night long. You know what I'm saying? So. Dude, I'm glad. I'm glad that you're enjoying it, man, because uh, there's, uh, there's a lot of vacation vibes, chill vibes, and stuff like that on this album. Um, it's, uh, it's a mix, seven songs. Four songs with vocals and then three instrumentals. Sweet. And all the instrumentals are laid back like that, super chill, hanging out, whatever. And then all of the um, songs with vocals are kind of love songs, you know. So um, not uh, not there's one that could be maybe a, a sad love song, but the the rest of them are kind of like happy, upbeat, like in love songs nice. type of thing. Nice. You know, so um, that's kind of what I was going for, at least with it, because everybody loves love, right? Right. Like, what's what's not the love about love? You know, right? So, um, real quick, we're at the top of the show. We got everybody's attention as much as we're going to have them. I want you to let them know everywhere they can find your music, find Adam J. Feather. Where where can they find you, brother? Uh, so the album is going to be going live, uh, midnight, August sixteenth. So, you know, the end of the day, 15th, early 16th morning, um, and that's going to be central time. So around the world, it might be a little bit different um, based on your time zone. But um, the main thing that we're going through is going to be Spotify, Apple Music, um, Tidal, Deezer, um, basically every music source that you can find or think of except for YouTube. They have a little bit of a strange, like, copyright law situation with their um, with their uh, content ID, I believe. Right. And uh, they're, they're still working out some kinks in that. It's kind of like um, not a fully-fledged version of it. So uh, we're staying off of YouTube, YouTube music. for the moment. For the moment, for the moment. yes. As, uh, as I start producing more and actually start putting out music videos, we will go to YouTube for the music videos. Tremendous. Tremendous. But honestly, the the stay away from YouTube does nothing but keep your stuff more independent and keep the money in your pocket. So yes, I'm yes. I'm all for that too, buddy. Um, also wanted to say, guys, that you can find Adam at his website and all of his stuff there. What what's your website? Yes, again? also website adamjfeather.com. Easy guys, come on now. Come yep, on. yep. I I got the uh, licensing on that one. That's tremendous. Luckily, you know. That's awesome. Uh, but also uh, Facebook. 
Same, Adam J. Feather. Instagram, Adam J. Feather. Twitter, Adam J. Feather. It's all the same. Okay. But if you want to listen to his music, go to Spotify, man. Spotify, Apple Music, that's what's going to help him out the most. So, Adam, bro, guitar tone for days, am I right? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, and uh, on that track in particular, um, Park and Ride, if you are a guitar aficionado, um, that is straight in, plug straight into the amp, and no effects. No effects chain at all. Nothing. No, that's just Mesa Mesa Boogie Boogie and Les Paul. That's it. Tone monster, bro. Yeah, yeah, man. And, um... Obviously, I I adjusted my my Mesa Boogie tone to its its uh to get that sound, but like it's as raw as you can get, you know. And that's what I kind of wanted. And even the clean guitar is straight into the Mesa Boogie, no effect at all, and the bass as well. Um, although I didn't use a Mesa Boogie, I used a Fender Rumble or something like that, yeah. I don't know, whatever we have in the in our home studio. That's cool. We got a Rumble seventy five, and that's a sweet amp. Yeah. Good backup. If we, we ever don't want to bring the, the crate cab out, which is like the heaviest piece of equipment I've ever fucking bought. What is it with bass? It's the speakers. It's the magnets in the speakers Huge. that make them so fucking heavy. Yeah. But bass cabinets, bass speakers are like the worst thing to lug around. I don't know what yeah. it is. Dude. It's not fun. It's not fun. So if we ever feel like not bringing that to the show, we'll bring the rumble. Yeah. Yeah. The And uh, the rumble is great, you know. Um yeah, I think it's it's more of an uh, uh, it's not analog. I'm pretty sure it's digital. Yeah. Um, amp, but great tone, great sound, um, and it has built-in distortion, which you don't find in a lot of bass amps. Right. So, yeah. you know, kind of the best of all of the worlds. So, solid state is would would you say solid state is the same as digital in your mind? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Sorry, sorry, it is solid no, state. I'm, no, cool. I'm just I'm clarifying for myself. Okay, just because. And then analog, you're referring to as tube, right? Yes. Be a tube amp. I am trying to get my first tube amp. So, mm-hmm. real quick on the podcast, guys. Anybody who's not a guitar player has tuned out by this point. So maybe <laughs> we should <laughs> save this for the end. Uh, <laughs> Adam, I can talk guitar shit with you all the time. You're, all day. You're awesome. All day. Hey. Oh, man, just like myself. Mm-hmm. Um, we talked a lot about your history last time. So, we don't. W- I really wanted to just go into this album and making you relatable and like to my audience and make them want to go check out which you guys should because this dude is like one of my favorite musicians I've ever met. That's how relatable he is to me. Um but so inspiration for this album, what got you making this one? Um so this one in particular I've been working on for a long time actually um the one of the uh the second track on the song or on the album um i've actually been holding on to for 10 years i wow. think i've i've had it in the bank but i've okay. always wanted i didn't want it to release it until i got it how i wanted Perfect. it you yeah. know and uh that's that's always the trick with a musician every musician out there is probably ever a perfectionist right yeah yeah you're like man i don't there's there's another thing i could do to it there's always another thing you're mixing it you're writing it you're recording it on your iphone or you're mixing it in pro tools or you're 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 uh composing it in finale or you're putting it into you know like fruity loops or anything doesn't matter if you're a guitar player or drummer or a a rap producer or a rapper or anything you know it's always like hey 
I could go in here and do something else. It like, could be better, dude. It yes. It could be better. What am I not doing? Yeah, it, and so that's that's like that's the mark of a, a true artist, really. But um, the the hardest part for every artist out there uh, that I've heard and that I've talked to is um, saying, "Uncle, this is it." You know, you know, giving up. Hey, not giving up, but saying, "Uncle," you know, and saying like, "Hey, look, I I don't need to do anything else. It sounds fine. I'm just nitpicking because it's my material." Like, for example, if you were to go and listen to something by Nas. You'd be like, man, this is phenomenal. And then if Nas listened to it, he'd be like, well, I didn't enunciate that right, and I didn't do Me this. Too. This is all, yeah, you know, I'm right there with you. You know, it, it's every artist, you know. And so, like, you have to kind of take yourself out of the mindset of this is mine, and be step, take a step back, you know, and um, say, all right, well, what are the listeners listening for? What are they doing? And as as long as you're you're producing the music for everybody. And not just like, okay, only, you know, virtuoso guitarists should be listening to this record. Then most of your audience is not going to notice the little little details that you're like, oh, man, I could totally have picked that note better or whatever, right. you know. And so um, it's it's a tricky thing to do as an artist to uh, to dissociate almost while listening to your own music because it's it's like your baby, you know. It's like... Um, it's, it's literally like if you have a child, you know, you're like, that's my kid, you know, <laughs> that's, that's what the music is for, and you don't for a want lot people of us. Talk down about your kid. You only want to hear the good things, right? So yeah, you're so nitpicky about putting it out there. You don't, because if you hear something that's wrong to you, you're like, Oh, somebody else for sure. Going to think this not true at all. A hundred percent. Honestly, I bet. What's your favorite song? Or, and that's a hard one, right? <laughs> that's, well, just I'm out of nowhere. One out there. I'm going to throw one out there. And uh, let's take a Zeppelin song. Let's say Since I've Been Loving You. Mm -hmm. Okay, I could go all day and Great say song. that's the best song of all time. I, not really. In For you. But, I yeah. Mean, it could be your it, opinion. It's all opinionated, right? Music is so opinionated. That's what I'm getting to, though. Jimmy Page actually would probably will tell you that that was his least favorite, one of his least favorite solos he ever put out. Because he did it a hundred times and couldn't just, you know, couldn't pick one. You right, know yeah, mean? yeah. And he, at the end of the day, the album needed to go out. He just put that down was like, fuck it, we're going with it. You yeah, know? we have to do this, you know, like the record label. So is. he'll tell you it sucks ass, you know what right, I mean? Right, yeah, yeah. But I, I think it's his best thing ever. So, like, well, you as the artist got to get past yourself, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Except for musicians out there. Um, it, it's It's tricky because, you know... I don't think anybody wants to have this egotistical viewpoint of themselves, you know, but everybody does it. It's kind yeah. of like part of being a human being. And so breaking yourself away from that is kind of like prying a board out of a floor. You know, it's just it takes time. It takes effort and you have to do it just right. You know, it takes experience too. it takes doing it a time or two. Yeah, it, and I don't think it happens your first year or two of playing off it. I had a bit of an ego as a guitarist growing up. Most guitarists do. Right? You do, you do. You know, it 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 comes with the territory, just like, um, and it's different kinds it takes of egos. Failing in front of people a couple times. It takes uh, uh, better people be playing with better musicians to check your ego. You know what I mean? And it takes uh, humility. And I think that's learned humility. Some, at least it was for me. Yeah, yeah. Right? 
you have to you have to experience it. You can't just tell somebody, oh, well, you know, you're going to get yours. They have to go out there and feel the humility of screwing up or doing whatever in order to uh, to understand how it feels. Right. I also say that, like, it, it's also an environmental thing, too, man. If you're only approached by musicians who are like, I'm better than you, I'm better than you. Oh, you fucked that up. You fucked that up. You're definitely going to get that that mentality quick. Right. You need to be. That's why when I I'm at a show, I'm sure you've seen this. You try to be a cheerleader for all the other bands, or at least I do. I really try to a make sure that I know their names, I know the band name, I know what band they're in. Yeah, there's a lot of bands, but then I'm listening to them. You know what I mean? I let mm-hmm. them know, hey man, that was that rocked, and I get them psyched beforehand because nobody does that for me. That's what I'd love to see. And when I did have people do that for me, I love them more for it. You know, what it I makes mean? you feel good. You know, right? But it's also nice to have that person out in the crowd that's like, "Hey, you sound great, but hey, you know your your vocals need to come down a little bit to balance with the band or whatever. You know, whatever it might be. You know, um, that that uh, like not criticism to make you fail, but criticism to make you better. That's going to make you better, right? Yeah. Like, there was a guitarist I saw the other night at that show we were at. Phenomenal guitars, phenomenal blues style guitars. Mm-hmm. I was having trouble hearing it because she had uh, uh, unconfident guitars, had all the reverb up to a hundred. You know what I mean? Yes. So like if you just turned it down to half, you know what I'm saying? It, right. It, just it, a small you, adjustment, it would you're sound not better. Not a bad guitarist. It would sound tremendous. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Also, yeah. Also, no. that's my opinion too. So fuck me. You know, so. <laughs> but well, she yeah. was uh, she was tremendous. By the way, saying that out. Right. Um. No, I, I agree. I agree with that sentiment, man, because um, it's it's difficult as a musician, especially when you're on stage, to know even what you sound like out in the crowd. Right. Every Not everybody from the band can walk out to the very back of the room and know, okay, well, my guitar sounds fine because the rest of the band is playing. I can hear my guitar. You, you don't get that from and not anybody. Not every crazy motherfucker in the, in the crowd is going to hop up on stage like your boy and fix the issue. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. While you're playing. <laughs> Right, which I mean, if it's if it's not your show, then it's understandable. It's a little weird, yeah. But. It's a little weird. <laughs> well, when you're helping each other run sound, you know, it's it's what it is. You do what you got to do to make make your boys sound good. Which is, by the way, sixteenth show. We're doing that. That's and gonna I be fun. I already told Alex he's a sound engineer too, so he'll help on your set as well. Okay. Okay. Cool. Yeah. 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 Um. By the way, um, for anybody that's listening. Wanted to just promote that August or September 16th. I said August 16th the other day, too. I fucked it. September 16th. It's a Friday, guys. September 16th. Broadway Boat Bar. Forgiving Tree and Adam J. Feather Project at the Broadway Boat Bar. You guys won't want to miss this this awesome show. $10 at the door. And uh, it's from 6 to 11. Mm-hmm. Uh, music by Adam J. Feather starting at 630. So should be a tremendous time. Going to have a great great evening of music and rock and roll very excited very excited got a lot of people that are are interested in showing up and uh, we're going to be playing my band at least is going to be playing um original music off of this album that's coming out on that day um and i'm sure forgiving tree is also going to be playing a couple of original tunes which i got the uh personal experience with uh, a couple of weeks ago yeah we trained adam to be our stand-in bassist just in case kelly didn't get back from a flight because she had a flight get in for the last show, 9 a.m. day of the show, and we were, I was, I was sweating. 
<laughs> I was sweating on that one, but that's okay. It worked out, and thank you, Adam, again for doing that. Hey, I'm always down to stand in if you ever need somebody. Certainly. So. Yeah, man. Well, I know that you're a great bassist, and uh, you have a little experience on drums, at least. Yeah, I do okay in a pinch, but okay. <laughs> you know? Oh man, you'd yeah. probably you'd kill on drums though. You're awesome, um, bro. So tell me a little bit about the copyright process on this album. I kind of want to talk about it on this show. So you musicians out there who are thinking about putting out your first album can hear all of this. This is stuff that a your boy has to do, Adam has to do. And every musician out there who wants to get paid needs to do, okay? And protect your stuff. So, like... Yeah, it's it's very important. Um, and it's it's somewhat fresh in my mind right now because um, I just did all you of this. just had to do it, you know? But, um, so there's a couple of things that you really need to do as, like, a musician. And uh, every musician out there should be doing all of these things. Most people, um, when they dig into it, they get really overwhelmed and it almost like it, it prevents oh, them from putting their music out because they're like, oh, well, I got to do this and this and this. Well, I don't, I don't know have if the money for this or this. So like, right. I, I guess I'll wait till the money's there and then the money's not there because you're not doing it. Right. right. Well, at that point, you're setting yourself up for failure by saying, oh, well, maybe I'll just leave the album in production for another month. You know, it's it's not that good that I want to copyright it. I don't want to have to send my songs off to the Library of Congress. That sounds like sounds super official, do right? I to do all that? Yeah. Yes. Yes. A hundred percent. Yeah. But it's not hard. That's the good part about it. It takes a little time. I would plan for a whole weekend. If you just pick out a whole weekend, two days. Don't stress yourself. Four hours a day. You could do it all in one day if you uh, if you really hustle at it. Or if you get good at it, you can do it in less than four hours in one day um, once you become a seasoned veteran at this thing. So it doesn't take a lot of time. The hardest part is just signing up for these services and knowing what to sign up for and what to uh, put yourself onto so that um, you can get all of the money for your music that you're, you're, you're literally due to, uh, to be able to put it out there. And a lot of people know about um, performance rights organization pro they've yeah. heard about it in some some aspect it's what it's, is it it's a hot button topic with musicians nowadays not only musicians but also um, on the other side of things venues um, most venues have to sign up for a performance rights organization so a performance rights organization um, in layman's terms is just an organization that registers your music so that you get money for the music being played and to break that down a little bit let's say you are you put out your music and then you go to like a, a, a bar or you go to a fitness center or you go to the grocery store and you hear your song being played in that public space you are due money for that in some way shape or form because it's your money it's your intellectual pro property being yeah. used you know and so it's 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 um it's something that's due to the artist, and most of the places that 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 do that, where they they play music in a public space, they also have to sign up for a performance rights organization to give the artists their due cut. And so, as long as the artist is signed up and the venue is signed up, you are going to get money if you're played in a grocery store. You're going to get money if somebody plays you on touch tunes. You're going to get, and it's. 
you know, it's not a lot of money for each play. This is another thing that a lot of people like, oh, well, if you go on Spotify, you only get, you know, like 0.6 of a penny for every, every play. play right. But that adds up over time. Um, and so if you get 100,000 plays, you know, that's like 100 bucks in your pocket, right. you know, or 1,000 bucks in your pocket or whatever. And it, the more that, the more popular you get, the more money you get. So as you get more, like people like Drake, they're probably getting more than 0.6 of a penny per play because Drake gets and his music millions desired, of plays, you know, right? You know, and so um, it, it works out for your benefit to be able to do that. So the other couple of things that you need to do when you're putting this out is performance rights organizations sign up. So um, there's a couple of organizations. The big ones in America, in the United States, are BMI and ASCAP. There's a couple of others, but they're invite only. So, you know, if you're a beginning artist, you got to be a mind ask. Yes. One of those two. They both have their pros and cons. Um, It's basically up to you to decide. Um, BMI is free. If you are a solo artist, like in my instance, it didn't cost me any money to register with BMI. And they're going to be able to give me all of my dues for for signing up um, because I didn't rely on anybody else to write or record or do any, I, I did everything myself, yes. you know, and I know there's a lot of musicians out there that do it like that, where they do everything by themselves. If that's the case, you might as well do this because you, you're getting all that money. Right. Exactly. Um, in that case, um, personally, I would think BMI is a better choice just because it's free. ASCAP costs 50 bucks, but that's a one time sign up fee for ASCAP. So, in the event that you have like a full band and you split 50 bucks four ways that's 1250 mm-hmm. that's super easy like and that covers your whole band that's the one time fee you know and right. so if you're a band like for example for giving tree it might be more beneficial to sign up for ascap and um it just depends on what you're doing um as as an as an artist as a right. musician whether you're a solo guy whether you're a rapper Man. that has a producer that you you bid out and get your beats from producers, um, it, it's going to be different for everybody. But BMI and ASCAP are the two in America. Um, I, I, unfortunately, for anybody overseas, I'm not sure. You could check with your local authorities um, to figure out who runs your performance rights. Um, like for example, I, I know in England they have like one organization; they don't have multiple. Right. Tell you what, if you if you type into the Goog, you know. What is Sweden's version of BMI or ASCAP? Easy, easy, easy. There you go, guys. Chris solved the problem. All right, See? let's keep going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> so that's number one. You can sign up for there. Um, now, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say go forth and immediately register everything as soon as you sign up. So, signing up for these organizations and then registering are going to be two different steps, of course. Right. So, signing up for BMI or ASCAP. Is the first step. Yeah, now you're a member. Okay, how do you're, I register myself? You're a member. Um, you go on their their website, and it, it's pretty easy to register. Um, it, everything has a walkthrough. ASCAP and BMI both have videos um, that describe the process to you. Um, I even had a little bit of questions on whenever I signed up for BMI, and they had a video. Bam. Bam. I looked up the video. Three minutes. I figured it out. It was super easy. But um, the the key thing is to sign up first and then don't register your music until you are ready to put it out there. To release it. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And then – Do I 
register it before or after the race? Um, so you, it depends on what you're doing. For BMI and ASCAP, um, you can put all of the information of the songs in and then um, save it so that you, you don't have to push them through the pipeline until you're ready. So if if my release, you know, my release is going to be on the 16th. On the 16th, I will go ahead and put everything through the pipeline. As soon as it releases on Spotify, as soon as it releases on Apple Music, I'm throwing everything through the pipeline. Okay. It's going through BMI. It's going through also um, the next one that I will recommend. This is number two, guys. Is um, signing up for um, Mechanical Rights Organization. And they, you just sign up for that. So in the United States, it's called the MLC, and it it has, um, you just sign up. You don't have to do anything else. They will track anything that's produced by BMI, anything that's thrown out there by ASCAP, anything that's thrown out there by any of these other companies. They're going to keep track of it, and they're going to send you your dues. Um, so all you have to do is put in your name, your address, you know, where they can mail the check to. Um, if you want to do direct deposit, you can do direct deposit, put in your bank account information, and um, it's literally just a sign up. You can do that at any time, too. So that might even be the very first step, but of course, researching this stuff and just figuring out what what party you're in, what uh, what kind of artist you are to be able to do this stuff. Right. Um, Again, this is the Mechanical Rights Organization? Yes, yes. Mechanical Rights Organization. You can Google that. Um, in the United States, it's the MLC, um, Mechanical Licensing Corporate, something yeah, yeah, yeah. collective, I think, maybe. Um, and that's actually run by the government in the United States. Um, in the past, it was a diff like Harry Price or something like that, uh, Harry Fox yeah. organization, which was an independent company that did all of this mechanical licensing, licensing. for people, but in 2021 the united states government set up this mlc to do that same job so it's no longer a private corporation now it's the government is literally going out there and getting money for you it's That's it's tremendous. it's amazing right That's amazing one of the few situations where that happens <laughs> unlike the irs you know okay, so we've talked you need to like register with a the licensing company first, like BMI or ASCAP. Then you need to get your mechanical rights organization. Might yes. as well. Money. Go the ahead. MLC. What's our third thing? Um, a next, another one is Sound Exchange. So yeah. that's gonna go on to, um, so so the first two, the PRO and the the uh, MLC is for songwriters. And so if you are the composer, if you are the songwriter, if you're the person that put pen to paper and write these lyrics down. If you're the person that got your iPhone out and typed down these lyrics or typed down this chord progression and recorded it into your um, your phone, you're the one do you did it. You're the one that's doing it. You're the one that gets the songwriter the songwriter portion. Yeah. So then there's a secondary portion. It's called the artist portion. If you are in a in a in a boat like me where um, I wrote and produced everything and I performed everything on my album you are also c considered an artist you're a songwriter and you're an artist so in the instance where let's say you you uh s write a song and then you submit it to somebody else to perform they're the artist they would be 
responsible for this artist half of things. For the example of like, let's say the Forgiving Tree, I don't know um, exactly if you guys are all writing the songs together or if you're planning on saying like, Chris is the one that wrote this song. There's some that like I wrote alone. There's one or two that Kelly wrote alone. And then there's a couple that all three of us wrote. Yeah. So, you know. So it it would be dependent upon you and the band to agree, either agree, hey, you wrote these two songs. Of this did, did you put in yeah, yeah, yeah. That would be something to agree upon. Um, for example, most bands, a lot of bands out there, like, um, like for example, I think um, Queen. I'm pretty sure Queen. I could be wrong on this one. Um, but I'm pretty sure they just registered all their music under Queen. You know, they registered it under the band as the artist. You know, so in that instance, um, the band is the one that wrote the songs. They're all they have an agreement with each other how they're going to split the money. And so that has nothing to do with, you know, BMI or ASCAP or anything. BMI and ASCAP are just going to pay the band and the band band is going to split it four ways. Yes. Or or whatever they do. Yeah. Yeah. So so if that's what the Forgiving Tree wanted to do for, let's say, the songs that you all wrote together, totally possible. It's 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 part it's it's built into the process so that you can do yeah. that, um, and it's also possible for like on two songs that you say Chris was the songwriter, and then Forgiving Tree performed it. You know what I mean? A hundred percent, a hundred percent. Yes, yes. So, so um, on the artist side of things, there are two other things that you you need to do. If you're an artist, if you're the one that's performing the song, and you're recording the album. And maybe somebody else wrote the song, but you're the one that's on the recording it. Okay. So, yeah. for example, um, performing it on the record. Um, say it like that. Like, like somebody. Yeah, yeah. Performing it on the record. Like f- somebody like um, Steve Ray Vaughan. He covered a lot of songs. He wasn't the original artist, but his version of Little Wing is listened to X amount of times versus Jimi Hendrix's version of Little Wing is is listened to Y amount of times. Yeah. You know, and so. Um, Stevie Ray Vaughan still deserves money for performing that song, even though he didn't write it, because his version is getting performed. You know, it, it's getting purchased or it's getting consumed by right. people. And then Jimi Hendrix should get a portion of that song for being the songwriter. A hundred percent. Exactly. A hundred percent. Yeah. Which is, we're trying to explain the differences here, guys. Stick stick along for the ride, okay? We're, we're yeah. getting there. Yeah, especially if you're an artist, even if you if you if you're like a cover band. This is really important stuff as an artist um, in case you wanted to per- perform some music and say you're like um, – like, for example, there's a Garth Brooks cover band on Spotify because Garth Brooks is not on Spotify. Right. And that's his deal with Amazon Music. He didn't want to be on Spotify. He didn't want – you know, whatever. It's, it's Garth Brooks' thing. So there's a Garth Brooks cover band on Spotify that covers all of Garth Brooks' songs and puts them out there. On Spotify, and they want their rights because people are listening to their version of somebody else's song. Right. And so it's super important um, for for those people even to to get this information just in case they're um, they're wanting to put out music. If 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 the Forgiving Tree wanted to cover a Jimi Hendrix song, this is the process that you would do. Right. You know, um, even if you don't write the song, you can still get money for performing it. You know, and so. Um, the artist side of things, there's sound exchange, and then there's um, there's a couple of other um, situations um, that you can get to. Um, one is SAG, 
AFTRA, which is like the Screenwriters Guild. The Screen Actors Guild. Screen yeah. Actors Guild, yeah, sorry. Yeah. Um, and some of these things you have to have um, your your stuff is put out there and already used. Like, let's say um, Bud Light uses your song for a commercial. commercial and, um, yeah, but then you're getting a commercial license, that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. So SAG and AFTRA would help with that. Um, there's also um, a sync licensing company, which um, is actually really important. Uh, and not everybody has these. You don't have to have a sync licensing company. But um, if you're planning on getting your money or getting your songs out there to like TV shows or um, movies and stuff like that, they will help you get those placements. So you can you can go out there and do it yourself. If you really put the footwork into it, but um, if you if you want to save yourself the time and the headache of reaching out to movie managers and saying, "Hey, I want my," I think this would be good for this movie that you're working on. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. The, the sync licensing guys are your guys. You know? Yeah, they're gonna they're gonna have their foot in the door to be able to pass your music off. Now the 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 con to that is that they work with lots of people. They might not suggest your music. If it's not something that will fit to the to the thing, yeah, just like an agent, they're they're kind of like your agent to the commercialized music industry. Exactly. Right. Exactly. Yeah, and then versus taxi, where you're doing that independently, they have the they're the middleman for you, but you still got to be putting in the yeah requests to hey look at this look at this this is my music it would be good for this here's your listing you wanted this shit like that you know yeah exactly exactly so then the next thing um outside of those optional things is a distribution company so this is there's a thousand of them out there these are your distro kids your cd babies your tune core um etc i could go on and on and on there's there's about a hundred of them. you should research them Multiple before you make a decision on them, okay? Yeah, yeah. Don't go for the first one that you get, um, that you see that, that, you know, it looks shiny. Ooh, I'm going to go for that. No, this is not something that you want to do. Um, now, signing up doesn't take a lot of time. The time that ta- the thing that takes the most time is researching researching what is good for you. Yeah, what's going, what you're going to get the best deal on your music with. Yeah. Okay. And so, um, for myself personally, I have a lot of music that I wanted to put out there. And um, so I went with DistroKid. DistroKid has unlimited releases for X amount of money a year. I I don't know uh, what the cost is. There's several different. um, There's tiers. Tiers to it, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I went for the unlimited cost. Um, I don't know. I I think I used like a promo code from some website and got a discount even. Nice. You can look that stuff up. It's really easy. It is out there, yes. So, um the distribution company is the company that's going to put something on Spotify. It's going to put it on Apple. It's going to put it on Tidal. It's going to put it on Shazam, you know. And so um, as an artist, that's super important. That's that's what you, you want to sign up for uh, whatever company you use. I use DistroKid um, for this release and probably for a couple of subsequent releases. doesn't mean that I might not switch and use right. CD Baby for a, a release in the future. Or I might use TuneCore for something three years down the road. Uh, but most to of save it, yourself the hassle, that's why I'm, we're suggesting to do the research up front so that you find something that you're really happy with. You know what I mean? Exactly, exactly. It's not impossible to hop distribution companies. That's what we want to say to you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Uh, most, most companies um, with the distribution side of things don't 
have an exclusive license um, where you can't switch, but you can't register. Let's say I registered my album Bird Leaves with um, DistroKid. I can't take Bird Leaves and register it with CD Baby. You know, you once you pick one for that album, it's it's there. It's the same thing with ASCAP and BMI. I could put this album out with BMI. I can't put it out with ASCAP. But a future release, I that might go to ASCAP. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Now those those companies, um, ASCAP and BMI, I, I do want to to backtrack for that. Um, they do have uh, an agreement where you have to use them for X amount of years, one year, two years, or whatever. So they don't have a rolling contract, whereas most distribution companies do have a rolling contract where you can sign up or you can you know get rid of them at any time. And so um, those, are, those are the four big ones. Distribution company, Sound Exchange, MLC, and a performance rights organization. One that really helps, um, that's kind of like a fifth thing, but it's, it's more... It's not necessary, but it will help um, in the long run. It, it cuts some headache down for you. And most of them are either free or they they uh, they don't charge a lot up front. They do take a percentage at the back end. Um, they're called an admin publishing company. There's a bunch of them out there as well. It's just like um, your distribution company where you got to make the choice of what's right for you. Um, there's like Song Trust. Um, Tube Core does it. CD Baby has a, it's CD Baby Pro, I think, and they do it admin as well. Um, the one I use is Centric. They are also they also are tied in with a another company. I don't remember what they're called. Um, but uh, Centric um, is based in the UK. They don't charge you upfront, but they take more on the back end, essentially. So to start off with, you know, putting this album out here for me personally didn't cost that much as far as getting my rights organized. The main thing that's going to cost money, and it's something that everybody should also do, um, especially if you own everything. If you wrote the music, you wrote the lyrics, whatever, is copyright, is doing the copyright with the U.S. government. Um, but I'll get to that in just a second. I want to just describe the uh, admin publishing company. What they do is they basically go out there and they collect money from these other sources. They, they kind of do the footwork. They, they have their finger in all these pies across the United States. So and not only the United States, the whole world. So let's say you go on tour in Europe. If you don't have an admin publishing rights company, you would have to – every country that you go to and tour, you would have to contact their pro and say, hey, I played in this country. I played my songs. These are the songs that I played. This is where I played them at. I need my money. you know." And it, it might take them a year or more to respond for that, and you'd have to do that for every country that you played in. Yes, yes, whereas if you had an admin publishing rights company, they have their fingers – in all of these pros across the world already. So you can actually submit your music or your songs onto these sites and then submit your playlist. Let's say, okay, hey, I played in Germany. I played at this place. I played these seven songs off of my album. Um, and then they will go out and collect that money for you. They have the, the, 
lines of distribution already in place. So they don't you don't have to wait a year or two or three years to get money from these places. They they can reach out and I will say most places you're not gonna get paid tomorrow. No. It's 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 just no, it's, it's like a SAG check. You're gonna be waiting. It, yeah, it doesn't – it just doesn't – that's not how the industry works. You know, you can't get paid tomorrow for it. The only place that you can do that is um, like it, where the, the length of time is not that long is your distribution company. So like CD Baby or, you know, DistroKid or TuneCore or whatever. Of individual listens on your streaming platform. They keep track of that stuff, and most of those places pay out monthly. So you're you're – it's it's a less you know it's it's still slow money, as my pops You're always not said. Waiting on a check for six dollars for six months, you know what I'm saying? Yes, you yeah, exactly. You only win one month for six dollars. <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. As my pops always put it, um, slow money is no money, you know, and that is that is true, especially in this day's age. But this is something that, as a musician, or if even you get into the just like routine of it, guys. Then it's going to start accumulating. You know what I mean? Exactly, exactly. Um, and and it's it's not just for musical artists either. This is for um, visual artists. This is for people that write plays. This is for people that work in theater. This is for any kind of artist. Everybody, th- there are different avenues. So like, uh, you know, somebody that that paints, you know, doesn't. They're not going to sign up with the MLC, you know, because right. that's that's for music. But a comedian with like three albums out might, you know, what I'm saying? they might, they might, yeah, exactly, uh-huh. exactly. So, um, depending on what kind of art you're in, is going to be different uh, avenues. But all of the 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 concepts of signing up with all of these organizations to get all your rights, it's going to be the same across any art form, anywhere. So, um, it, it's very important. It's very important because, um, for example, like, uh, if you're an artist to go back to that same artist, you're, you're an artist and you're going out on tour, um, in Europe and you're playing eight different places, you're headlining, you know, all of these shows, um, you're opening for like Bon Jovi or whatever one night, uh, you are due money for performing there, especially if you're performing your own music. Right. You know, and in some instances, this can actually be more money than you're getting from your plays on Apple or Spotify. Spotify, It it, it could be also more money than, let's say, Bon Jovi is paying you to open for them. You know, they might pay you uh, $2,000 to open for you, and the the money that you get for performing your music and opening for them could be $5,000 or $10,000, you know? And so, like, it's... It's it's super important that you you don't skip over this um, as as an artist of any sort because you you're just leaving money on the table if you do. Yeah, it's like walking away from a poker table and leaving, and you left all the chips. You yeah, know what I mean. Yeah, or you only took one stack of the chips. Like, you know, ah, I just need this fiver, and you're leaving ten thousand dollars there. What the fuck are you doing, dude? Right. Uh, yeah. Uh, oh, I've got my ASCAP. That's all I need, right? Well, it's it's not. You know, you you need all of these other situations. That's why we're having this conversation with you guys too, okay? Because we want you musicians to be making making all the bucks you can. So, because we love you, we love That's you. Right. We're here yeah. for you. I think we might skip over our tip section this week though, because that was a lot. That was a lot. That's tips right yeah, there. That you was know, all tips for you. 
Um, but yeah, I, I definitely want it. It's fresh in my mind, so I really want to help other musicians out there that are on the fence about producing their music, on the fence about getting out their music, or they want to get out their music, but they don't know how. Well, these are your, your step-by-step situations. And to, so to wrap up and get back, I had one thing that I wanted to Go mention about the copyright. U.S. copyright is that does cost extra money. So it costs money for the copyright office to process your claim to get your music listed in the Library of Congress. Once it is, though, there's no extra fees. It's in the Library of Congress forever, and it will always be associated with you as an artist unless um, you have, like, a situation where, um, like, you transfer rights to, let's say, like, you pass away and your rights transfers to your daughter or your son or whatever. Um, In that case, you can set that up with the U.S. government as well, with the Copyright Office. So – um, their fees right now, if you do it online, it's sixty-five dollars a song, or it's a uh, it's a prorated amount if you register all your songs at once as an album, and so it'd be a group of published works or a group of unpublished works. And I will say their website is much trickier to navigate than any of these other situations. <laughs> they're they're tough. It's a government website, yeah. you know. It's it's they don't have a, an app. For the copyright office, it's just for the Library of Congress, motherfucker. That's what you I mean. What you know, it's yeah. just it's too official to make <laughs> it that easy. But they have all the tutorials that you need, and everything has a little question mark where you can click and say, "Oh, well, what does this mean?" You know, so if if you if you're diligent about it and you spend your time and do the research on the copyright website, it's it's a breeze. You can do it. But um, I will say, um, with the copyright website, you know, it's going to cost a little bit extra money. And also, this is also something that you have to wait until after it's published. So if you try to register – if you register your unpublished works, which you can do, you can pre-register your music or your comedy or your book or whatever you write. You can pre-register it, but it doesn't guarantee that your name is going it, – it, it doesn't mean that you're going to be registered when it is published. You have to make those separate steps. So if you, if you pre, pre-register – you still have to register. If you register unpublished works, you still have to re-register them when you publish them. Gotcha. You know, and so all of this, like the pre-registration, this un- unpublished registration, um, is important. If you're saying, "Hey, I want to write this book. I want the book title to my name, but I haven't finished the book yet," you can pre-register That's that. That's why you would do it, guys, so nobody yeah. can steal your thing. Exactly. But uh, before it's done. And and in in copyright law all over the world, for most places, there might be some outliers in some like strange country that I'm not aware of. But in, in most places in the whole world, copyright is yours as soon as you set pen to paper to write, whether you're writing a book, a comedy special, an album, whatever. But if somebody else puts out something that – either copies your work or sounds very similar to your work or straight up stolen out of your catalog, it's going to be really hard for you to defend yourself as an artist or as a composer or as an author if you don't register stuff with the copyright office. Right. So technically it is yours. Let's say, you know, I wrote the, that one song, you know, on this album 10 years ago. It's been mine for 10 years. But within the last 10 years, if anybody else had published that song, 
it's tough. T- it's tough luck. It's tough luck on me because I never published it. Bef- you know, I never registered mm-hmm. it before. Mm-hmm. So, um, in those instances, the pre-registration or the unpublished registration is helpful. But if it's a situation where, like for example, I, I didn't share any of my music anywhere until now, until I'm I'm getting it out there, and my the 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 laptop that I use to write all of my stuff is not connected to the internet. So there's no chance unless I leave my laptop at like a coffee shop for anybody to steal any of my stuff. You know, so I felt fairly secure in not publishing or or not registering it before it was published. Right. You know, because the the chance that somebody, somebody else heard it is going to use it is slim to none, right? Yes. Yes, 100%. Whereas me who's Played some of these songs upteen times at clubs, or recorded had the recorded entire shows and posted entire shows. Somebody yes. might have heard that and really liked it and sat down and been like, "Man, I'm gonna learn that on guitar." Yeah, you know and and then you know, it's, and then we have problems. It's the well, I'm talking to you, motherfucker. Hey, un- unless they they did unless they referenced you properly. You know, if they're saying, "Oh, well, this is a forgiving, this is a forgiving tree, song. tree song," well, yeah, thank you. In that situation, then then you know, it, it's good. But if they're trying to pass it off as their own, that's where the problem lies. That's when you're going to get the uh, the doorknobs to your ankles or whatever the fuck <laughs> I'm going to have to do. Right. You know what I mean? It's going to be a problem. Yeah. The chain's going to come out. You know what I'm saying? Like, whoop. Oh, it's already out. <laughs> the chain's Stop out. It. chain's been out. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, man. Uh, but, yeah, I wanted to go through all that stuff because it was fresh on my mind. Um, I just went through all of this stuff, so I've I've been, like, just thinking about it nonstop for months and months and months. And it's something that I know will help every musician or artist or author or comedian or movie producer out there that, that wants to do something. It's going to help you guys. You know, so take a weekend to do the research. Take the next weekend to do all of your registration. Um, and you're, you're going to save yourself tons of time, tons of effort, tons of of headache in the future you're going to feel so much more official too and you're going to start making a couple extra bucks a month you know what i'm saying right like why not a hundred percent so dude thank you thank you for playing it all out for us and you know what hey if you missed any part you zoned out guess what it's recorded you can go back and watch it again and catch what he said right scrub it back a little bit you know back wait what adam say what right. do I need to do? I know I rambled there for a little bit no, on a okay. lot of stuff, but hey, that's hey, it, it's all it was all useful information that I'm going to go back and listen to a few times while I'm doing it. I'm going to be like, okay, what do they call that? Right? Yeah, yeah. Okay, it, but it's it's going to help. It's it, that's that's all it's designed to do. That's that's right. all I wanted to do was was just help people, um, because uh, as as an artist myself, you know, I've struggled to understand some of these terms. I've struggled to understand the process, and it's taken me a long time to to figure out what I'm doing with it, how I'm going to do it, and then muster up the courage to be able to put all this stuff out there. And, you know, it's... It's easier than you're telling yourself it is. Yeah, okay? it looks like a mountain of, you know, terms and phrases and MLC and M- BMI. BMI. I thought that was body mass index. No right. That, yeah. it's, it's ingrained in your mind now that, that it's, it's Broadcast Music Inc. Incorporated or whatever the hell it, it stands for, you know. Um, but... Whenever you step up to the mountain, you realize it's an anthill. You know, it, it really is not a lot to cross. It just seems like, I mean, if you tried to kick down an anthill, it might be a little messy. 
but it's unless it's fire ants, it might kill you. But <laughs> all we're saying, guys, is don't tell yourselves you can't. You know what I mean? Because we can, you can. It just takes a little bit of the footwork, and man, that's what we're trying to talk about. Help you guide you through that release process, dude, and that copyright process. So, hey, you guys got what it takes to release your music. Dude, I'm so excited to hear your release of music. Oh, yeah, man. Yeah. That's going to be so cool. Hey, man. Uh, one I'm more time. What are we calling it? Bird Leaves. Bird Leaves. Bird Adam Leaves. J. Feather. No yeah. period. Yeah, 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 exactly. There you go. You got it, man. You got it. Um, no, I'm I'm, uh, I'm really excited about this. Um, and uh, it's, you know, it's like my first release. Um, so it's something to be really excited about. But it, it's also, it's like. It's like starting the race. Now now I've released this one album. The next one's going to come really soon. The one after that is going to come really soon. Oh, you, you know? got to make it a yearly thing almost, dude. At least that's how I was trying to do with the jazz hop stuff. Is Okay, I'm good at doing this. I'm, I need to do it. I need to release another one by uh, April 20th next year. That was always my release date for my other album. So okay, okay. I that's just last year off, and I, I'll be it, guys. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to release something again this year. We're doing it. We're hey, doing it, we're doing it, we're doing it. It's awesome. I didn't know that you released something, man. I'm going to have to check that out. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, bro. Chris P. Davis. YouTube? Uh, or prefer Spotify. Spotify? <laughs> it's on Spotify. Yeah. Hell yeah. yeah. All right. But that's why we had to have this copyright discussion, because your boy is going to get paid. You there you go. <laughs> yeah, man. You got to... We got to go get that money. You know what I'm saying? And the thing, also, just one last thing about this copyright stuff and this registration, all that, most of these companies will hold your funds... For up to three years, so you can retroactively copyright your shit. You can retroactively register with BMI, and you know most of these places will hold your funds. <laughs> so, it, as long as if you wait too long, You're you know if lose it's out a little bit. But come on, guys, go get the money on the table. That's what we're telling you. Okay? That's right. That's right. Yeah, they're gonna hold it on the table for you, even. You know, in most poker games, people are gonna be snatching those chips as soon as you step away. You know. And uh, and the these these rights organizations and these uh, collectives, I mean, they're really here for you guys. They man. are trying they are. to help musicians out, man. Just like Adam J. Feather here, man. Thank you so hey. much. Hey, man. Well, thank you for having me on here. I uh, I don't know if we're we're well, running let's, close let's to wrap time. Let's here in a second. But any anything else you want to throw in there for our listeners? Oh man, just have fun and be yourself. You know, just get out there and and put it out there. You know, that's that's the main thing. Um. That I think most people um, are afraid of doing. They're afraid of just getting out there. You know, it's 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 a lot of what if, what if I do this, what if I do this, what if I don't that, what if I blah, 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 blah. Stop saying what, stop saying if, and just hop on it. You know, hop yeah. on the train. And stop telling yourself you can't, too. Uh, I hate it's a big that one. word. I can't do this, I can't do that. Yeah, I mean, you and I both know that, you know, we, we have these students, and... Um, I'm sure you've heard that a million times. Oh, I can't do that. Yeah, you I can. I tell myself that a hundred times. And yeah. You know what? If I had kept telling myself that, you know, I wouldn't be sitting here having this conversation with you on a cool podcast. You know what I mean? Because. Right. At some point, you got to drop that. I can, you know? Yeah, exactly. Or I'm going to, you know, just haven't yet. Whatever it is. Yeah, man. Yeah, it, it's 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 great. It's great, man. I'm I'm glad that you're out there and you're doing it. Because I'm waiting for that next Forgiving Tree record. Oh, it's going to be tight. Actually, we just got enough material to do it up right because we want to have two sides to it. I want to have, like, all the heavy stuff on one side. I want, want all of, like, Americana, 
ease lighter stuff on the right on the other side. So. Okay, nice, nice. Are you going to be printing um, in physical? I haven't got that far yet. Okay, hey, that's understandable. Yeah, you got to record it first. Yeah, yeah, first, so. yeah. Hey, man, and if you need a, a hand with the recording process or any of that well, stuff, I appreciate hey, man, it. I appreciate it. I might uh, at least get somebody to come hang out and take some photos, if nothing else. So. There you go. Yeah, man. Got to document that shit, though. But absolutely. Yeah, man. Um, bird leaves. Bird leaves. That's bird it. leaves. And that's coming out September 15th, guys. And you won't want to miss the album release show slash party April 16th at the Broadway Boat Bar, man. That's going to be September. Good time. September. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> and I told somebody the other day it was April 16th, too. Like, You're like, wait, next next year? This year? Well, it was April 16th. Last, last show at the Boat Bar was April 16th. So I understand. I understand yeah. where you're getting confused. Yeah. It's the same date, but it's a different month. You know, and September and, uh, 16th. You, sep- will, you won't want to miss it. Dude. And uh, Bird Leaves, it's September 15th, but it's 11.59. So it's basically midnight on the 16th. Okay. You know, so it, it, if you go on the 15th and you're like, oh, well, what the hell? It's not there. It's not there yet. It's midnight. Uh, it's, it's midnight. It's, wait, yeah. wait until midnight. It's a midnight release. Come on, man. You got to, like, um, the first song on the record is called J.N. Cruz. You know, so... I mean this this album. Jay and Cruz. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's about sparking a Jay and cruising, you know. So Tremendous. so um, you know, everybody just out there have fun with it, you know. That's what it's about, having fun. What's that's why we got into the music business to have fun. Yeah, to have fun, man. So have fun, release your stuff, copyright it so you get paid. Check out these organizations we talked about, um, and have a great rest of your week, guys. Thank you guys for being here. Thank you for being here again, bro. Hey man, twentieth fist bump today. I know, I'm, I'm good <laughs> at it. That's why you you do it enough till you get better. You keep practicing. That's right. That's right. Absolutely. All right. Well, is that that all? Yeah, that, that's that all? it. Uh, we'll, we'll call it there today. Thank you guys for being here. I'll be back next week. And uh, yo, go check out uh, Bird Leaves, Adam J Feather, Spotify, any streaming platform. Mad love and respect, everybody. <laughs>